Hello and welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where we watch movies that we haven't seen and talk about them. I'm Betsy and with me, as always, is my husband Trent. That's me. Today we are continuing our watch of all of the Fast and Furious franchise. All of them, Betsy. All of them, Trent. Oh no. And we are up to number eight. So this is the most recent one that stars the family crew. Are the family crew? I don't know what you call them. The group of people who consider themselves family. This is the most recent one from 2017. And this one is The Fate of the Furious. And despite my asking, they did not spell it F and then a number eight, even though it is heavily implied when you say it. It's true. Because uh, the last one was Furious 7. The naming conventions are stupid in these movies, as we have said repeatedly on this podcast. Yep. The Fate of the Furious. Just wait till we get to the next one. Nine. Be- because No. No. It's the... I don't even know if we want to call it the non-canonical, because I'm sure it is canonical. Probably. Uh, so, but it, it is a side story. It's the Fast story. and Furious Presents, isn't it? Yeah, the Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Well, we're going to get to Hobbs that Hobbs and Shaw. But we got one more to get to before that. The so, penultimate. The penultimate for where we presently are. Yeah. So... Once again, no idea what we're going into. This is a submarine. A submarine? Yeah. Wait, really? I think so. <laughs> if if the the movie poster is to be believed. I do not remember this movie. You know, it's weird because this one's only four years ago. You'd think I would remember something. The, the campaign of it. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. I got nothing. See, that's the thing. We don't watch television. That's true. We don't watch TV ex- except for in the fall. Or on when demand. When football is on. Yeah. Or the very early parts of the year when award shows are on. Yeah. But award shows are not going to have ads for Fast and Furious movies. No. And really, you only see them within the month. And, I mean, we've got the ninth one opening in a week. Yeah. And I haven't seen any commercials because we haven't been watching TV. Yeah, the only place I've seen anything about that movie is... I think it's been on YouTube ads and Twitter. Interesting. That's it. Yeah. But anyway, that's later. Right now we're on number eight. Number eight. Uh, The first one without Paul Walker. I don't know if they add any new people in this one. Do we we know this? I'm sure they do. When does Helen Mirren come in? I don't know if she's actually been in one yet or if she doesn't show up until the ninth one. She's I don't in, and know. Charlize Theron is in it. Yeah, Charlize Theron is in one so of So I don't know if she's in this one or if she doesn't show up until nine as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's in this one because yeah. I know she's got some connection to these movies. Yeah. I know some shit happens with Dom. I okay. don't know I don't know exactly what. I know some shit happens with Dom in this one. So Yeah. And I know that this is around the time. And I don't really care anything about what the hell goes on between multimillionaires. But this is when the beef started between uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock and Jason Statham and all those guys. Really? Yeah. I don't know about this. Explain the beef. <sighs> I don't really know much about the beef. what do you remember the about the beef? <laughs> the beefy men. Betsy? Yes. Where's the beef? Where's the is this beef? The, uh, this where's is the, the new, beef, Trent? This is the new segment of this podcast. Welcome to Where's the Beef with Trent and Betsy. <laughs> Little, uh, little 80s, what is it, 80s commercial, um, commercial like vintage Campaign. commercials from Wendy's. I guess. Dave Thomas, R.I.P. You're getting way off track. What? What, what is hungry. going on? No, tell me, <laughs> Vin Diesel, yes, The Vin, Rock. Those guys got into it because, I don't know if it was something having to do with what happened on the set. Maybe our listeners can help us out. But something maybe having to do with what's on the set or the fact that the Rock and Jason Statham got their own spinoff movie and Dom didn't. Maybe, but what does he need his own? Mo- he basically is these movies at this point. Yeah, I, I think he's he's been losing creative control I guess. over this franchise, and I think he's mad about it. Is Vin Diesel a producer of these? Yes, he is. So yeah, yeah that, he has been listed in in in, in the producer credits. That could add to it. Yeah. So we'll see if that is seen. If you see some of that weird energy or if they just are able to hide it with good chemistry because they have good chemistry and, I think and this sometimes is where it starts. sometimes people 
who like actors who have to work together who just hate each other. Like, Anybody with Katherine Heigl can't deal. Um, they can have tremendous chemistry and hate each other behind the sure. scenes, and they could produce some of their best work. Yeah. They just never want to work with each other again. Right. So the fact that there is a movie after this one sure. starring some of these people, I'll be curious how that plays out. Or maybe it, or they're, they're not maybe in it. They're, or, or they don't play off each other. Yeah. They might be in the movie, but they're off screen or they're on a green screen and not actually in the same place. And that's always awkward. Which is stupid. Yeah. Just get over your damn selves. This is a, this there, is a stupid movie. There's three movie. really jacked up dudes who have a lot of testosterone and yeah. too much money and time on their hands. Yes. <laughs> In any case, let's just go find out. Let's go see. We're going to leave you now and watch The Fate of the Furious and we will be right back. Trent, the fate of the furious. I was pleasantly surprised by this one. This movie was stupid, but like the good kind of stupid. It was the best kind of ridiculous. It was over the top in like the good kind of way. Yes. This reminded me of five the way I love five. Yeah. It was just absurd. (laughs) They took absurd and went to the max. Yeah. Um, they also just threw out any kind of pretext about this being a down to earth racing kind no. of thing. No, fuck that. We're, we got fucking nukes. We're going to stop a nuclear <laughs> war. It's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny to sit here and <laughs> just look at how far we've I come. I was just going to say that how far we have come to the mean streets of LA and Miami DVD thieves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's the same thing I've kind of been saying for the last few where it feels like you wrote a script and it had nothing to do with these characters, but now they've done it so many times yeah. with these characters that it's become the characters. Right. So, yeah, it's weird. I'm kind of into it. I mean, so Letty said it. Letty said it while they were kind of getting their debriefing at Mr. Nobody's lair. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Like, like he's been there the entire time. Like, at Mr. Nobody's lair. Letty even said it saying, what the hell does any of this have to do with us? Right. You know? And they keep saying it. But at a certain point, you just have to throw it all out the window. Right. This is, we are, we are a team for hire for whatever shenanigans you want to do. They basically, be, they basically become Hobbs. Yeah. They're Hobbs's team. They're Hobbs' team. Every time Hobbs needs something, yeah. he calls them. Right. He's Dom is their now. leader. Yes. And he goes where Dom thinks it's okay to go. But at the same time, when Hobbs calls... You're going to go. And Dom calls the shots and they go where they're needed. Yeah. Yeah. They're a team for hire and they go all over the world and they blow shit up right. in their cars. Yeah. And, and of course it's all, they're all still multimillionaires in theory. And I, I guess they're just doing it. we don't talk about that no, anymore. <laughs> no. All of them are super duper rich. They could completely get away from this and not not get any of the thrills that no. they're getting from all this. They only do it for the thrills. Right. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. Okay. So... Oh, and, and just go and see their friends on occasion. Oh yeah. You know, you have to, ex- you have to make excuses to go see your friends sometimes. So why friends. not just create this international crisis right. <laughs> to, for you to go and participate in with Duh. your friends, with your family. You know, Trent, Sometimes you need a family it's vacation. Like a family reunion. Re- vacation. And that too. Yeah. They travel together. <laughs> the family that travels together stays together. Goes to jail together. All right. So let's, so, let's start all Cuba. the way at the beginning. Cuba. Cuba. I think. Cuba. 
I think it's cool that they keep introducing these different parts of the world and they actually touch on some of the cars there. Right, and the culture of those and cars. And the culture of the cars. And Cuba is so specific. You yes, said it. Very much so. You said it when we started watching this movie. Yeah. Cuba had an embargo for 60 years. Decades. Decades. Something like that. Where, like, all of the cars that were in existence. Up until on the, uh, this island. Uh, on the island, up until like the late 1950s. Yes. When they became a communist country yep. and there was a trade embargo with Cuba. The doors closed. So the cars that they have on the island are the same cars the entire time yep. until the embargo started to become lifted. How do they keep these cars running? With fucking shoestrings and pop tabs and whatever else that you can get your hands boat, on boat engines boat yeah, exactly yeah. yeah exactly you're not gonna get brand new cars or even used cars to cuba so what you see are all these like 1955 56 57 cars mm -hmm. that are in pristine condition because they love these cars. Oh, yeah. Well, even, what, 15 years ago? You yeah. couldn't have made this movie in yes. Cuba. Right. right. This is very, very recent yes. that people are able to go to Cuba. Thanks, and Obama. film in Cuba. And, and, you know, just have anything to do. It's such a vibrant scene. Like, yeah. the whole thing. It's yeah. very, like, bright blues and oranges and pinks mm -hmm. and all the cars are these wild retro mm -hmm. fixed up cars which they now they amazing. can well they're all they've all got the parts now now they have the resources to restore these cars the way they were meant to be d restored right and they don't want to go out and get new cars i mean no. i'm sure a lot of people do but the people who have the reverence yeah. for these classics the guy says this was my dad's car and it was yep. his dad's car before him yep it's, and I'm it's keep like it running. it's like a house that is kept in the family mm -hmm. for generations. No, yeah. this car is your birthright. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and and the whole opening sequence, it's not that important. It just goes to show you that Dom is a really good driver. They gave us a race because they, they gave us a drag race. They wanted us to remember. Yeah. Sometimes these guys race cars. <laughs> And that's it. And he literally wins a race backwards and on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his his engine in the front was on fire, so the force of the air yeah. going at him is gonna melt his ass. Yeah. So guess what? Turn it turn it around and go backwards. And he wins. Why not? He wins because explosion. The engine explodes, and then he rolls it into the ocean. Yeah, a lot of uh, ditching of cars in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a great opening sequence. Yeah. It, it didn't really need... You could set this movie up any way you want. And they set oh, sure. it up with them in on their honeymoon in Cuba. Yeah. And they're tan and happy. And then along comes Charlize Theron. And with her dreadlocks. the worst hair. What kind of a choice is that wig? I don't know. I hate it. I, so much. I hate it so much. I thought maybe just at the beginning. Maybe she's like it's undercover. Just, yeah, it's just undercover. She's just there to blend in with the locals. Right. No, that's her hair. The whole movie. The whole movie. Yeah. And then in the poster for the new one, she's got a weird bowl cut. What? Yeah. I haven't seen this. I don't want to see that. I've only seen it just in the profile. Like if you see the actual big like multicolored like yeah poster that's been the like their main poster for this next one that's coming out you mean fnine fnine she's in it and she has a bowl cut so we get charlize theron with dreadlocks and a bowl cut i don't understand it yeah. but she's intense in this movie she is fucking nuts so i don't know where this is gonna go because here's the thing we had the first shaw in six yep we had the second shaw in seven Shaw to the revenge Shaw to the revenge and now we have her and they keep coming back and even Hobbs was technically the bad guy like he was out to get them in five sure and they keep finding ways to get them on their team and change their characters completely mm -hmm. so now Hobbs and Shaw I understand why they're like let's make a whole movie they were clearly setting that up at great length in this one. Oh, you think and yeah, it's just I, I have a point to this. The villains in this in this series. Uh -huh. So 
Owen Shaw is a bad guy. He's not the worst villain in this series, but he's pretty bad. And then De- Deckard? Deckard. Deckard. Deckard Shaw? Jason Statham in the last one? He's a bad guy. Yep. This is a different character. <laughs> and it's just weird to watch these. So now I'm watching Charlize Theron. She's a psycho. Yeah. Like, she is dead in the eyes, threatening a baby, shooting people. Like, she's really evil and intense and i'm like are we gonna go into the next one and she's joining the gang because <laughs> that's gonna be a really hard shift for me if that's where it goes i hope she's I can't, just the I, villain again i don't know if there was anything that was completely irredeemable about the other ones right about, they were just bad guys at the wrong they made bad choices and and they're like highly highly trained yeah to to accomplish whatever goal that they have they even kind of touch on that in this shaw one. the second was after revenge i'm he's, gonna keep calling him that he's the first one but he's the second one he's, he's the he's second older. one introduced yep shaw the second is after revenge <laughs> and he's shaw going the after second, the team the revenge yes i keep saying it he is after revenge for what happened to his brother. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what his brother was actually up to. Right. His now, brother was being a little shit. And his needs... brother was up to some shit. Yeah. And that's real bad. He killed all those people on that bridge. Yeah, he did. He killed all those people on that road. Straight up murdered them. They're all dead. They're all dead. They didn't deserve to die. Maybe that's irredeemable, but, you know, it's a movie, so who cares? Right. Anyway. But I, I, I get what you're saying about the characters kind of being very fluid. Mm-hmm. I think where they're trying to go with this series is is exactly that, is characters. Yeah. Which is exactly why they pulled out Hobbs and Shaw to make their own movies, to at least one movie, to pull them out and create a whole bunch of other characters. Yeah. You know, uh, Idris Elba is, you know, probably the other main star of that movie. I think he's the movie. villain in that one. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's creating all of these new characters so that these other characters can interact with them. Right. And the people who are identifiable and, and relatable and au- basically audience favorites, fan favorites, mm-hmm. they want them to be other things. And this is basically fan fiction at this point. You're not wrong. This is this is <laughs> almost dude, fan fiction. Some dude in his bedroom, it, it's 17-year-old is like, yeah. "I've got this great idea for a new Fast and Furious movie." Oh, we put Hobbs and put Shaw in it, and then they're going to be friends by the end. <laughs> I well, you were kind of like this feels really forced, and I said, "You know what? This is oh, a this yeah. is a trope. This is a trope of it these is. kinds of movies where you take two badass dudes who hate each other and you make them bros." And they didn't quite get there, but they were really close in this movie. They were really <laughs> I, close. I think they probably yeah, made it there. It, I, I get, like, it kind of, it sometimes in this movie felt like the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Yeah. Like, they had way more screen time oh, than yeah. Dom did half the movie. Which is maybe, I think, where that beef is coming in. Because now guess. you see, I now guess. you see Dom got put out as a possible bad dude. Yeah. You, you understand by the end, but being put out there, separate from his team, yeah. in this movie. Now, he still made the movie. Yeah. Um, but he agreed to do this movie, so why sure. would you... And he agreed to do nine. Well, then that says to me that he might be just a little bit of a diva. <laughs> Cause you know, you... at this point, you make this many movies with... Uh, <laughs> with this crew yeah your 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 name is in the credits as both actor and producer yeah you are the face of every single movie except for two like, unless this movie went like a huge rewrite while they were filming yeah. which it doesn't feel like it did no this was pretty cohesive he would have signed on to do this movie which meant why do you have beef with these two just because they are two really funny that's the thing I think that's bothering him. Is he has to be serious and they get to have fun. They get to have so <laughs> yeah, much fun. Maybe. And he has to be really serious. He cries. Vin Diesel cries in this movie. I was so happy to actually see him emote. He shows a lot of range in this movie. Yeah. For a character that doesn't really emote yeah. much. His 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 trademark Vin Diesel bellow. Yeah. As he, ah! That kind of a thing. Yeah, there's grunting he does that. and fighting. And he's very stoic. Yeah. 
or aggressive. He has two settings. This one, he's like frantic. He is frantic and mm-hmm. emotional and he cries and he's internalizing a lot of stuff. Yep. Like, if I was going to say anything about this movie, this is probably the best acting Vin Diesel has done. 100%. In this entire 100%. series. 100%. He actually gives this guy something to do. Mm-hmm. So... To have some kind of beef just because you get to do real acting and they get to have the fun and, shit. And to be honest, I honestly, I do not know what the real beef is. I know it's between the, some of those three. I don't know why. Whatever, man. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. But let's continue to talk about the movie itself. Yeah, we've... All right. So, <laughs> Charlize's hair was the last thing I yep. wrote. And then that went me on a tangent. Yep. Went so, me on a tangent. So, um... We had a, li- a little uh, nice fake out uh, at the beginning, showing where everybody's at. Yep. Uh, Hobbs giving a uh, a big pep talk to his, his daughter, team. to his daughter's soccer team. That's right. Doing their fucking Samoan haka. Um, the haka. The haka. Uh, a fucking war cry to intimidate the yeah. other team. Yeah, it's an in- oh, it's, it's fantastic. An I love that. Move. And if you've ever watched clips like. Uh, the New Zealand football teams and um, you know, the Samoan football teams, those guys, they do this at matches. They all are like hitting their chests and they're like crazy eyes and tongues are out. This is a very intense thing, but it looks so cool. So it does. It sounds cool too. You have to get, you have to get Dwayne Johnson doing this at some point. And again, it's just think about where we started in five and yeah. where he is now. He's soccer dad <laughs> who's just like, you got to show some team spirit. Take that government bullshit out of here. You're going to yell for the dragons or I'm going to beat your ass. And the, okay. Or no, the entire team of girls are going to kick it. you in, in your the, Tay-Tay. In the Tay-Tay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, so government dude is there to get Hobbs uh, into doing this job. Hobbs uh, calls up Dom. Okay, so go backwards. They're still in Cuba. Charlize Theron recruits Dom to do some shit. But we don't we know don't, who we she is. We don't know who she is, who she represents, what, he, what she is showing him on the, the cell phone. Right. What we are led to believe it is Elena. Mm-hmm. I think, well, we're not even led to believe anything. No, 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 no. I mean... Now that you know what's going on, what what she is showing him is probably Elena tied up somewhere. Right. We so know that after. If there's anybody else that Dom would care about, it yes. would be her. Yes. Outside of the immediate family. Correct. Because they had kind of an unresolved thing. Sure. I mean, I'm... The door closed, but hey, that's kind of it. Hey, they had a love child. Very much so. They, what? Yes. Okay, so the baby. Yeah. The baby. You brought it up, so we're going to talk about the baby. Okay. I'm trying to do the math on this. Okay, we we, <laughs> we kind of paused the movie. We were going to maybe try to do the math here when it comes to... Okay, it was about two years from... So in the fifth one yeah. is when they meet up. And the sixth one is when they find out Letty's alive. Right. Okay. So at the beginning of six is when Brian and Mia's baby is born. Right. So let's figure they've there, been together six months. Yeah, and there's two years between when... When the baby's si- born? When when Brian's baby is born and seven. Yeah. So Elena would have gotten pregnant right around that time. So maybe that kid is... I don't know how, maybe that kid is I mean, is the maybe, kid's like over, maybe probably a year. One. Not, yeah, yeah, probably one. I was trying to figure it out, and they don't really go into how long, like, when they go to find Letty. It's basically, it would have happened before then. Yeah. And they kind of showed them at the beginning of the movie intertwined and in yeah. loved. Also, in the love. kid's saying dada. Yeah. And stuff like that. Talk. Yeah. So, let's figure it's about a month between when they find out she's alive to the yep. time they reunite. Yep. And then maybe it's another year or so. I would because say, it's yeah, very that... plausible then when I lay it out, okay, she maybe had this baby and she just 
hasn't been around him and couldn't tell him. Because how do you just bring that up out of the blue? Especially when, after you were reunited with yeah, the love of your life that you thought was dead. And she has amnesia. And it's like a whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Talk about the soap opera territory. Very much so. But yeah, so he is... We don't know if he is shown we assume he's just shown elena yes. because he reacts to the baby when right. he gets on the plane correct and she's like papa can you say yep. papa and i'm like you've got to be kidding me yeah. <laughs> now we've got a baby you were saying yesterday we've gone full soap opera well we have gone full soap opera <laughs> yes yes um okay thank you for indulging us for that uh, we needed to kind of work that out. Work that we out. needed to work that out between us <laughs> just oh, so that yeah. okay okay this works out Anyway, so they but get yeah, recruited, right. and he betrays the team. Also, the Berlin job. Let's just talk about the fact that there's no setup. There's no, no lead up. the setup is, I've got a mission for you, and they say, okay. Right. And then we see the end of it. We see them escaping. Yeah. We've gotten to the point where that is just, oh, that's just old hat. Yeah, we don't need the mission we don't anymore. Need, we don't need the lead up to it. We don't need the planning phase. They're just going to go wreck we shop. Just give them the getaway. Uh. We just need the getaway. But you know what? I actually kind of like that. Stylistically, this one was a little different because they're yeah, like, it was. we don't need to explain this all to you. You've all been here for seven <laughs> movies. Presumably, why, you know what's happening. Why here. do I need to tell you the intricacies of this mission? We go in, we blow shit up, we get out. I, th- I, I agree with you, but it's just really strange that we've already gotten here. Already? This is the eighth movie! <laughs> Fair point. Um, so... So they do the mission. Yeah. And Dom, he and, and Dom um, sideswipes right. Luke. Why do they keep calling him Luke? Yeah, all of a sudden? Luke Hobbs, Mister Luke. Luke. He doesn't look like a Luke. No, Lucas. It, just, it was very off-putting the entire time. Mister Nobody is like, "Oh, hello, Luke. How's it going, Luke?" Excuse me. What's what up, did you Luke? just say? Just casually dropping Mister Nobody as yeah. if that makes any goddamn sense. <laughs> It's his name in the movie. His name is Kurt Russell. What God am damn. I supposed to call him? <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> anyway, Luke is betrayed by Dom and he is arrested. Yeah. Because that is the type of mission he was on. He yep. knew the deal. He knew the consequences he of his He was told actions. by the other government dudes. The unnamed if you do, government official. Yeah, if you do this, you'll be arrested and go to jail. And blah, we blah, will blah. disavow ever knowing you. And then Kurt Russell shows up with mini Kurt Russell. Excuse me. Mini Clint Eastwood. Apologies. Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood. Who is just a little bitch he is. <laughs> in the this whole, movie. whole movie. He's just a little bitch. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then what? Gets up the balls to just like threaten a man who looks like The Rock. Uh huh. Like Scott Eastwood's not a small human. He's probably over six feet tall. Probably. But The Rock is like nine feet tall and <laughs> five hundred pounds. I really enjoyed him just being picked up by the neck and the crotch they... and put on to just sideways on the wall. That was the section of the movie where I wrote down. They really just want to remind us how strong Dwayne Johnson is. Like, Have you seen the man? He lifts he lifts Scott Eastwood and he holds him against the wall sideways. Yeah. Then he goes into jail where we find Shaw, number the second. Shaw the number, number the Shaw second. Shaw the two. And he literally is punching the wall and he rips a bench out and he's benching. Just lift, yeah, doing just curls. Just doing curls with this solid concrete uh, bench. Which again, this is a goddamn cartoon. <laughs> For the most part. Okay, and again, we we touched on it a little bit. Complete change of character. The yeah. two of them are just like like threatening each other. Yeah. But they're two just little, throwing jabs at each they're other. They're like two verbally. angry little cats in cages <laughs> that can't actually do anything. Right. Like, oh, you better hope I don't get out of here. I'm gonna get you. And, blah, blah. and then immediately so they dumb. they open up the door. Yes. And then parkour. Parkour. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that prison break. It was that good. was fun. Like, there's a there's chaos happening everywhere, yeah. and you can I'm sure we could like go slow mo through that and see a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, um, and it just goes. It, it's another development of character. Like the rock yeah. style is, I'm a big dude and I'm just gonna fuck you up. Yeah, and then Jason Statham is like cooler and faster and like 
doing karate moves. Parkour. And parkour. <laughs> yeah. And you commented, he is so British in this one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like talking slang and yeah. it's yeah. very British. He's very British. <laughs> one of my favorite lines in the movie was when the, when he gets also recruited to be on the team and Hobbs says something to the effect of you tea and tea and crumpet tea and crumpets eating some bitch. <laughs> yeah. They really play that up. They did. But like, it's fun. I, as I said, they were having a good time. Those yeah. two got to be stupid. And I love, I love when Jason Statham in particular gets to let loose Yeah, because he always plays this tough dude. He always plays this action dude, but he's really funny i yeah. think i've said this before that whole sequence of him with the baby in the airplane oh that was God. great yeah it was great but uh, i just i love when he gets to let <laughs> i loose. just love jason statham god damn yeah. it yeah all right so they both get recruited and they go to yet another glass-filled government building yep <laughs> yep which proceeds to get blown up of course haven't they learned, Betsy? Haven't they learned? No, they've learned nothing. They've um, learned nothing. Uh, but before that, we uh, we meet up with Dom, who ha- after his escape and his betrayal, yep, uh, he goes with uh, Charlize Theron and Tormund from Game of Thrones. It's true. Hey, that's we our love buddy. Him. That's I don't our know buddy. that actor's name, but he's a delight. He really is. He also gets to return to the cold. Yep. Fact. <laughs> uh, Honestly, maybe they were filming in the area, and that's why he was able to do it, because this would have very, been hey, yeah. simultaneously yeah. when yeah. he was filming Game of Thrones. He had the same facial hair and regular hair, so yeah. You, you can't cut that hair and that beard. <laughs> have you seen him? That took work. Yeah. That would take ages for him to grow back and if he was filming game of thrones which he definitely was at this time yeah for continuity he had to keep the hair and the beard mm-hmm. that was but not yes, negotiable he he shows up for a few scenes and you can't you can't hate the guy no oh i love Tormund in game of thrones is the big woman coming <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I know there's people out there who have never seen Game of Thrones. Hey, it's and you know it's just Google good. Google Tormund. Tormund like one Game of Thrones. Clip. If you watch this movie, you can look up that actor and just see. look. Uh, his face looking at Brienne with wide eyes is one of the funniest things in that entire show. Anyway, we digress. We do that sometimes. <laughs> what in a podcast? Never. Never. But yeah, I, 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 so we were talking about the, the prison break and Hobbs and Shaw kind of bantering back and forth. I, I wrote down in the mo- in, during the movie, I said, it really seems like the writers were out from the beginning to undermine the original crew from the jump and just put the focus on Hobbs and Shaw. It really... To, to get the audience behind the concept yeah. of these guys being friendly together yeah. joining forces i don't know right. it just it just made it made me think that oh man are they just done with this crew you know it's that thing where there isn't really any other star power which is weird they're all very charismatic people but there's not another movie star amongst them on the crew you know no. michelle rodriguez is the resident ass kicker she yeah. spends the last Four movies beating the shit out of people. Sure. This time she gets to beat up a man. Right. So there's her. You've got you've got Tyrese, who yeah. is charming and smiles, but he's a buffoon. Yeah. You have That's just kind of his thing though. Yeah. And he, he brings up the 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 stupid things that are that is on people's minds. Right, but my point is as actors, you've got Tyrese who name me any other thing he's ever been in. Ludacris is yeah. not in anything else for the for the most part. Right. The gal, the only other person on the team is the gal from Game of Thrones, who right. we didn't even. I don't even right. think we brought that up the last time. Ramsey is we the did. actress from Game of Thrones. We did, yeah. Also filming this simultaneously. Yeah. So yeah, you don't have any other movie stars on that team anymore. Yeah, and like nobody else could like rise up. No. Besides the people that we just introduced in the previous couple of movies. Right. Nobody else has really shown themselves to be the next Brian, let's say. 
Yeah. To to take his place. So this maybe was a foray into can we make these movies work without Paul Walker? Right. And so to do that, they just threw everything at the wall. And yes, it's an interesting thing to make Dom, quote, the villain. Um, But by moving him out of the equation... You're not left with a lot All of All you're doing is elevating leaders. you're elevating the other two big big yeah. personalities. It just automatically happens. There's a vacuum yeah. and those two fill yeah. the void. Right. And I think if you really want to get conspiratorial after Paul Walker died, I'm sure that the studio was looking to continue on this path with these movies. Yeah. But they don't have the dynamic between Brian and Dom anymore. No, the you brotherhood, have the that. family thing changes. Yeah, and it had to. It, it had to in, in general. But for the future of the franchise, you needed to fill that void with somebody other than Dom. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's who you fill the void with. <laughs> I would watch a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> Let's do let's do Hobbs and Mirren. Hobbs and Mirren. Hob, well, Hobbs and Shaw. She. I, Which I assume Shaw are we gonna get? Maybe her last name is still Shaw. I don't know. You know, it's funny because she's a wonderful actress, but it's so hard to hear her doing like a Cockney accent, like a real yeah. London accent. Yeah. Because she's so proper and prim. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun. That and way. she got the only in the movie i didn't catch it when they when he, when dom meets up with her in yeah. the bar yeah. she says something about like don't waste my fucking time you have as much time as it takes me to drink my cup of tea i, I missed it i think yeah. i was i was so enamored with the fact that helen mirren was on the screen right and you were like who is she in this movie it's like who else would she be right i i get that <laughs> i didn't even know for sure that she was going to be in this one Again. I thought maybe she was going to be in Hobbs and Shaw or maybe just Nine because mm-hmm. I know that they're advertising her being in Nine. Right. So she, of course, is the mother of the Shaw of boys. Course. Of mother course. of Shaw. Um, and I, I said it at the end of this movie. I don't think she was advertised as being in this movie. I think this was a surprise it would make sense. So this is, it's not necessarily a cameo. This no. is a, a role in the movie. She's in two scenes. She's in two scenes. It's not just a cameo. It's yeah. more than a cameo. But I think it was a surprise that she was there. Yeah. Much like it was a surprise that Matt Damon was in Interstellar. Right. Exactly. You know, that kind of a thing where you're halfway through the movie and it's like, what? What? Who's this? What? Right. What? Yeah. But if you're going to have... In this kind of a movie, a big twist, <laughs> get a fucking Oscar winner. Sure. I, I loved that. <laughs> oh, it was great. Even though she's only in two scenes, and honestly, hey, they, they made it work. She probably filmed that in a day. Oh, yeah. Totally. It, she's like, please. Hey, please, Helen, what, what are please, you doing? Please. Come, come down. Be in a Fast and Furious movie with us, please. You uh, wanna, do you want to act opposite Vin Diesel? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. Helen Mirren, you treasure. <laughs> uh, so we did mention Brian a couple of times. They brought him up twice. Correct. Once when they were basically beaten back. They were trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, they were trying to figure out what to do. And who was it that brought it up? Was it Ludacris? Maybe, maybe Roman. Maybe Roman. One of them says... Yeah, one of them says, hey... You know who would know what to do? Brian. Brian would know what to do. And Letty shut that down and said, no, yeah. we're not going to bring we all Brian and Mia back into this. Yeah, we agreed. They're yeah. out. Yeah, we agree that they're they're off on their own. Yep. Which, if there's any way to have closure on that, yeah. it's that. Just shut the door and say, yep. no, it's closed and yep. we're leaving it closed. Yep. And the second time... I said it when the baby was introduced. Yeah, they they conveniently say I didn't name him. I call Marcus, him Marcus. Marcus is Marcos. his middle Marcos? name. Marcos. Marcos. Yeah, Marcos. Marcos was his middle name. I'm letting the daddy choose the first and name. And what else would he pick? Of course. 
the at the very end i started to get a little emotional because god damn it that's just perfect right what else would you gonna call the big well this is this is a thing when people are really close when people have really good friends in their lives especially when men have really tight like brother friendships sure that is what you do. You name your kid after the people you love yeah. in your life. Or you name the kid after the people who you've lost in your life. Exactly. And and don't think I haven't thought about that particular thing mm-hmm. for for uh, for a name if that eventually happens with us. Yeah. So, you know, I I lost a friend long time ago and I'm I I you know, hey, I still miss her. So, yeah. you know, that 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 concept is is near and dear to my heart. So, right. Um, it's the thing men in particular do. Yes. You know, I think it made sense in this movie. What else are they going to name this How else baby? are they going to keep his name in the How do the they movie? honor his character? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the best way that they could have and done it. End, end movie. Here's his name. It's time to eat. End of movie roll I credits. guess it's my my turn to say grace. But yeah, they were they did handle it well. They didn't really even bring it up. They brought it up once because people were thinking it and they just said yep. no. Yep. And then they moved on to the next idea. Yep. And of course, if there's anything that is going to get Dom to do some crazy shit. It's his family, It's man. his family. And it's a family that he didn't even know he had. And then they fucking killed Elena. I was oh, trying to boy. figure out what the hell was going to happen with her. Tormund, man, you uh, you broke bad. <laughs> man, like, they don't show it because, again, PG-13 movie thing. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see that. But, I mean, what the fuck? And, again, crazy eyes with the dreadlocks is just, like, staring at Dom, holding the baby, shushing the baby, yeah. staring him down while, while his baby mama gets murdered. Chick is crazy. Yeah, this got dark. Like genuinely, yeah. she made the movie really dark. Again, another Oscar winner. Yep, bringing the gravitas. Bring them in. Bring them in. Yeah, just keep bringing it up a notch. And that's why I think we both liked this one. Is they just were like, let's just keep amping it up. Fucking nukes. Yeah, come on, submarines <laughs> in Russia uh. on the fucking frozen lake. So. The next job is in New York. That's right. They got to get the nuclear codes, Trent. From the Russian foreign defense minister. Something like that. Who just happens to be in New York City with the nuclear football. He always has them with him. Obviously, that's his job. And they know where he's going to be and they're going to ambush him with zombie cars. (laughs) duh (laughs) (laughs) you know that old movie trope that was ridiculous that was fun (laughs) that was i had so much fun watching that stupid i loved it i loved it I, I Especially don't... when they turned on the cars and the parking ramps and they start coming out the side, once again, blocking the car in the limo. Once again, Fast and Furious trying to prove that cars can fly and finding out Failing. they're wrong. Failing at every turn. Make it rain, she said. <laughs> Make it rain. What does she mean? Oh, we're going to zombify the cars and throw them out of parking Because, you know, that technology totally ex- exists. You can hack the all little, the cars. Yeah, the little thing pops up on the screen that says autopilot. See, all cars have it, Betsy. You just don't even know. Okay, the logic isn't unsound. Every car has a computer. Correct. But once again, you had a problem with... Hackers. Quote unquote hacking. Let's just hack all these cars and hack hack hack. So let's be generous. I'm gonna type on my on my on my keyboard and just hack hack hack. Let's be generous and say these are the best quote hackers in the world and they can hack a thousand cars in Manhattan Mm -hmm. and make them drive where he wants. As a group. My favorite moment was when they made the turn when, and 40 cars just yep, go slamming yep, into the Yep, it's like wall. it was a goddamn wave of water, but it was cars. Now, I know some of that had to be animated because there's just oh, sure. no way you can execute a move like that with so many. Sure. But a lot of that was real. That was intense. 
Yeah. There was a lot. Like, the cars falling, a lot of that was real. Yes. A lot of the cars on the streets mm-hmm. spinning around and yep. driving were real. And I continue to just be dumbfounded by whoever is designing these stunts. Because if it's the same person, they deserve all the awards. I know there's some kind of stuntman award show, and I really hope this person, who I'm going to look up later, I think, (laughs) is winning them. Because these are really impressive action sequences. Totally, totally. I I (laughs) very much enjoy that sequence of... You know, Dom looking crazy in his getup with this saw. He looks like he joined a metal band. Right. He looks like he he, he uh, stepped out of uh, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one thing I did notice in that scene, and I don't know if this struck you too, this was the most new car placement. Oh, you mean like branded cars everywhere? Yes. Yeah. Driving out of dealerships, and they yeah. had a lot of close-up shots. Oh, Here's yeah. a Logos Ram everywhere. And a Jeep, and, you know, yeah. all of these different things. Normally, when movies get like a car sponsorship, let's say, where they're pay- they're paying the movie, uh, they're paying to have the their cars in the movie. Right. Usually, it's one. And, and the most yeah. famous one that I can think of was, uh, we haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen Well, maybe you have seen it. It's the second Matrix movie. Yeah, we it's watched that, that. Maybe Did we watch? You made me watch that. I don't remember. Whatever. Um, the Cadillac. The Cadillacs in, those, in that movie. Yeah. Those were the ones that everybody was looking at. That's their brand new, but like, Cadillac is back. there's a number of them. Yeah, Cadillac is back. Yeah. With this brand new model, and they're featured in that movie prominently. It's the best scene in the entire movie. It's it's the highway scene. Yeah. Um, we need a new futuristic looking car. Yeah. So let's get a real one. Right. So that's the most prominent one I can think of uh, in, in recent memory, where it's just one car and car brand paying for it. But this was all over the place. Okay, I'm going to just throw this in. It's not a movie. Okay. But the most heinous product placement call out and this was almost 20 years ago and it bothers me to this day there was an episode of alias if you remember the early aughts jennifer garner tv show they're making a getaway and they're in a parking ramp and i swear to god she yells quick the F-150, <laughs> and they have a shot of the logo like of the truck. Like a fucking glamour shot or something? Yeah. Oh, it was man. the most aggressively over-the-top product placement I think I've ever seen in my entire life. As the kids say, cringe. Right. It would be one thing if it was supposed to be funny. Like, in Wayne's World 2, there's literally the an pizza entire hut sequence. Thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, where they're like, we don't want to sell out, wink, and they're yeah. showing all the product placement. That's one thing. This was done completely seriously. Mm-hmm. And this was genuinely almost 20 years ago. And I think about this probably once every few months. Uh-huh. Every time I see it, quick, the F-150. <laughs> <laughs> I had not heard that story, but yes. I that, hate it. That would make so me much. want to stop watching that show. Well, I did stop watching that show. <laughs> I have no idea how it ended. It became a convoluted mess like most things do. Who did Not, that? Was was that JJ? That was JJ. That Abrams. was JJ. That's what I thought. I think. I think. Yeah. It, yeah. I feel like that was his first big thing. I think it was. We'll look into that. I'm pretty sure it was. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> also, you know, we mentioned Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. I wrote down, this is a stupid line. Mr. Nobody turns out to be Mr. Exposition every time he shows up, which is true. Yeah, he really doesn't serve much other purpose no, than... he just moves the plot along. Yeah. Say, hey, you've, reached, you, you've hit a wall. Here's a solution, guys. Again, this was written by a 17-year-old boy in his bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, we're just going to call him Mr. Nobody because he's like a cool agent, but he doesn't really have an agency. Who should play him? Who should play him? Um, the guy that my the dad really likes. Old, the really old guy from the 80s. <laughs> there you go. That's the guy. We're old guys from the 80s, Betsy. Yeah. All right. Let's jump to the end. So the end, I mean, again, 
action-filled sequences. They stop the bad guy. We get this long, dramatic chase with a submarine and missiles. And before all that, uh, I said, I even said it during the movie, there are two types of people that it is always okay to kill in movies. Nazis and Russians. Well, in action movies. Yes. Those are the two bad guys. Uh-huh. There's really not it's anybody just, in between. It's just easy. They're just fodder. Henchmen. Yeah. Nameless henchman number yep. one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, yeah, we got... Uh, Roman so, driving a Lamborghini so on yeah. a frozen lake in Russia. <laughs> a, a hot orange Lamborghini. They gave him so much shit in this movie. Yeah. And I was kind of into it. Yeah. They were really giving... They were really letting him have it, this one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, it's all in good And fun. then, of course, you know, they hacked the submarine. Of course. Because hackers... Hacking submarines. She's the best hacker in the world, Trent. And you were like, wait a second. How the hell did that submarine get in the water? First, it's on legs up in the air. The only thing I can figure, it was on a boat. So I feel like they just maybe sank like the, the boat. Maybe like the plat, maybe the platform was like in the water, and they 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 the the platform. But of course, we don't see it. Yeah, goes down underneath the water, which makes the sub in the water. Then I don't know. I don't. They didn't know. show it. No, it's not important, Trent. What we need you to know is it's under the water, so that later you know when it comes out of the water that yes. that's what that is. Torpedoes. Yeah, you said that this is the movie with the summary. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's on the poster. They spoil the biggest thing in the entire movie on the poster. Right. It's so absurd. Yeah. It's it, ridiculous. It also goes on for a long time. That's it a big does. lake. It does. And, you know, they, they kind of tidy it up. And then, of course, it's the brothers Shaw who saved the day. And Jason Statham gets to be funny with a baby on an airplane. Yeah. While also still being a badass. That's what I want. I want funny Jason Statham being a badass. We are going to watch Spy because you are going to love him in that movie. All right. That's all I will keep saying. <laughs> I brought it up before, and the more things we watch with Jason Statham. I, I keep saying I love Jason Statham. As, as I, will, I will trust your judgment when it comes to movies I should watch with Jason Statham. There you go. Um, but, of course... We go through all that. Dom, in the meantime, has ha has hatched this entire scheme with the Shaw mom, the, the Shaw mom, the Shaw mom, the Shaw mom, mom. Mother, mother Shaw, <laughs> the, the the mother Shaw. Um, to I don't really understand how she fits in. So, so she get somehow he gets a hold of her, gives her this device that is a tracking device. For his necklace that he leaves on the plane. Obviously. And the, how did he get this technology in his necklace? Shh, Trent. It's not that kind of a movie. <laughs> oh, we're just supposed to take everything. This was written by a 17-year-old boy. Thank you. All right. All right, you got it. Yeah. Anyway, so he hatches this entire scheme. And he has to take his brother along. Yep. The, all the, the brothers all, all is forgiven that's what i'm saying yeah they literally rescue his son they go on a mission and save the day yeah. and help him because uh-huh because brotherhood because i can understand i can understand you understand brotherhood Get the fuck out of here with this that shit. This movie was a soap opera, and it was cheesy, and it was over the top, and I loved yeah, it. Yeah, this entire series has become a soap opera. I because, love it. Because, hey, we've watched soap operas in the past. Excuse yeah. me, one soap opera in the past. True. We've watched The Young and the Restless. Yes. Quiz me on anything related to, to Young and the Restless in the early 2000s and late 90s. Circa 1993. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Victor Newman will never die. <laughs> yeah this entire thing is predicated upon people being forgiven and like changing roles and changing sides and you don't know who's after whom and in the end it doesn't actually matter as the lincoln park once said mm -hmm. and that's okay yeah because this is a stupid movie right listen there's a few of these 
I think we may end up putting on just like randomly. Yeah. I think this would be one of them. I agree. Like if you just were to be shuffling through your movies uh-huh. and decided to put something on in the Say, background. Hey, I want to watch that pl- the 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 baby in the plane scene again. Or I want to watch the zombie I wanna, cars. I want to watch the zombie, zombie cars, cars in New York. Yeah, there are really memorable scenes in this movie. There are. I I had a great time watching it. Yes. Um, this was fun. Yes. The last one was not fun. No, and I think it's just because you knew there was such a sad cloud hanging over it. Yeah. You can't get as invested. You can't have as much fun. Yeah. Because you know ultimately how it's going to end. Sure. You don't know how exactly. You just know. You know there is going to be an end. Yeah. You know there is going to be an end. Yeah. It is going to be sad no matter what happens during the movie. All right. So one more thing I want to bring up, and right. I don't know how this is going to happen. All right. Han is in the ninth one. How what? Han is in the ninth one. What? How is that happening? Because he's on the fucking poster. It, it, is Han Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's news. Maybe. That's news to me. Maybe it'll make sense in Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know, because once again, we didn't get any sort of setup teaser. Right. Yeah, how does Dom know Helen Mirren? We don't, it doesn't matter, Trent. But that's the thing. That's the thing. We might have more information that is maybe, coming later. Maybe we get some of that in Hobbs and Shaw. Like, that's what I generally don't know. And that's yeah. why I wanted to include that next one in the series. We because have to. Because I to. don't know if it is relevant to the overall story, if it's a complete side story, or if there's going to be one nugget of information we need to At the very know. least, there's going to be nuggets of information and winks yeah. and nods to the past and the future. Yeah. Because this is a Fast and Furious movie. It is Fast and Furious Presents... Right. Hobbs and Shaw. This is a side story, and side stories are sometimes very important to mm-hmm. the overall story. Not that there's one big overarching story yeah. in... The Fast and Furious saga? Right. But, so yeah, Betsy. Do you think there's any weird Hobbs and Shaw fan art drawn like Calvin and Hobbes? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think if I Google that, I'm going to find it? You can find anything on the internet, honey. I just want to see those two as cartoons. There, I'll just say it. Yeah. And and again, I I go back to what I said. This was a cartoon. It was. You know what? I like cartoons. I like cartoons. They're (laughs) stupid. And I love them. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. But yes, uh, this, man, this, this is up there for me. Mm-hmm. This is way up there for me. This might be, ooh, five is really good. Five is really good. I got to see Hobbs and Shaw and I got to see nine before I'm going to have a, a, a ranking here. But Well, I feel like Hobbs and Shaw doesn't get to have a ranking amongst the the canon the core core group we'll see what we want to do with that but yes eventually it's we movie will be number nine but it's not nine no <laughs> <laughs> you're right but yeah we will be watching Hobbs and Hobbs and Shaw next and then soon after that we're gonna see F9 mm-hmm. F9 but in the meantime we got uh we got a correction what yeah Betsy it's true we are not actually. We are not actually We're not infallible. infallible. Fuck. All right. So Danny sent us a correction. He was listening to the Triple X podcast. What? Uh, apparently, Trent said, I'm not even sure Exhibit had even written that song at this point in reference to X going to give it to you. It's DMX. Cardinalson committed. <sighs> I'm just speechless. Not sure I can continue after this after this crime against humanity. R.I.P. DMX. I confess. Now you knew you did that. I did know I did that. I I, I wanted to. Uh, you couldn't edit hoping, it out. I was hoping no one would ever catch my <laughs> mistake. No, I, I I knew I was wrong at the end of the episode, and it's like oh shit. Uh, my apologies to Mister X to the Z exhibit. And Mr. DMX, R.I.P. Yep. Uh, he further said, uh, apparently we made a mention of the uh, driving off a cliff in the Triple X episode, uh, but we referenced it as four. 
uh, when it was actually in five. Right. Yeah. That that was them at the um, the end of the train heist. Yep. Sequence. The train heist. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I I replied the moral of the story is they spend a great deal of time in Fast and Furious trying to see if cars can fly. Yeah. We've said oh, this. Oh yes, they do. I mean, even in the first one, he responded. Uh huh. So, Yes, so thank you. We apologize. Thank you. Apologies we, we do, all around. We do try to get our facts straight, and if we don't have like, it... Set us straight. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure we've said many a thing that we're just sort of speculating. Like, is J.J. Abrams responsible for Alias? I don't actually know. I'll either look it up and be right, or I'll look it up and be wrong. But, you know, if you catch some things... Was that... Wasn't there a thing that J.J. put... He didn't actually put his name on, but he was very much involved with it? Lens flares. <laughs> no, he's totally proud of that, Betsy. He's very proud of his lens flares. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't know, because he's been actually in the business a really long time. Yeah. He made a movie in the 90s that I actually really liked when I was a teenager called Forever Young. And he was credited as Jeffrey Abrams. Yeah. And I was watching it after Lost appeared on the scene. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> How many J. Abrams are there? How many Jeffrey Abrams can there be? <laughs> but yes, if, if you catch us maybe misspeaking or flat out being wrong or you have a fun nugget of information or a story you'd like to tell us or if you are jj abrams or if you are jj abrams you too can reach out to us yeah you can uh email us at uh never seen it pod at gmail.com or reach out to us on twitter follow us there never seen it underscore pod or hey if you uh if you want to do it we have a little thing. There's a link in the podcast description. Click the link. It says support us and you can throw us a buck. You can throw us five bucks or you can throw us ten bucks uh, through that little thing. Uh, but yeah, it's, that's through uh, Anchor. That That is who yes. is uh, hosting this podcast. Uh, but yeah, Betsy, we got one left that we are in possession of. That's right. We're closing in, Trent. We are at the final straightaway to, to, to use the parlance of racing, I guess. Car stuff? Car stuff. Room, oh, but room. one last thing. I forgot. At the very end, after the 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 submarine is blowing up, yeah. the cars saved Dom. Of course the cars the saved The cars Dom. saved Dom. If you want the cars to save you, continue to listen to this podcast. <gasps> it's the only thing that will it's save you. It's the only thing. Cars. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. Until next time, this has been Never Seen It. I'm Trent. I'm Betsy. And we'll see you next time. For Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw is next. Bye-bye. Bye.